Speaking of Camelot, dystopia or utopia is the opposite of Camelot. While Camelot, makes a dope of you if you don't have a lot. Where if you have it all, including the pot, and home in a gated stall. Giddy up y'all. Paying Peter to pay off Paul. Who rats on everyone even a brotherhood's son. While, its brother dystopia and its sister utopia promises a lot of someone else's Camelot. Free enterprise on the other hand is building businesses around enterprising people using capital as a work ethic, underlying what economists call human capital, pursuing the American dream. In pursuit of Camelot. It's not a zero-score game, how can anything be better if all are the same? It's what is underlying the American dream called work for a risk to share in the profits of the game. While politics sacrifices peace for power, and uses power for defense. Dystopian offense is fear hidden in tactical warfare, using the threat of WMBs, and pandemics. What is the problem versus an issue when it comes to standing up to a fear threat, with the courage to fight for Ukraine's democracy? For example, is it worth the risk to end the Ukraine war with Russia to use tactical weapons, rather than peace negotiations with the enemy? Using the UN, and NATO is the catalyst to bringing Ukraine's democracy, into the membership, not its government. Stopping Russia with strategic warfare, using the threat of the world's democracies, demanding peace negotiations, and a no-fly zone for the good of the NATO, EU, and its members. Totaling 75 countries, as the pressure for cutting off Russia's plans for power, with a peace offering to them of membership into NATO, and the EU. Neuter Putin's desire for power with peace. Utopian defense is reactionary to the source of conflict, leaving the perp in control of the next moves. Questioning whether Putin will retaliate or negotiate from a position of strength. Obviously, he is not playing defense, and will not give in to threats of offense that is shallow and misfiring where it hurts his resources, energy and Ukraine's production of resources, energy, and grain. A position of status quo and destruction for the sake of land grab, and superiority. America's best defense is a strong offense, not acquiescing to threats and political rhetoric. Our current Camelot administration is not focused on problem-solving our foreign affairs by having an open policy of contrition. Open borders, exit from Afghanistan, soft on crime, overspending on climate speculation, allowing the Fed to sink the housing, stock market and 401k plans under the guise of fighting inflation, gridlocking Congress with spending bills, rather than financial planning. So, we now have the results of the midterms that the Republicans were counting on for a power grab to totally sink the Democrats' sinking ship without an offensive strategy or plan on turning around the economy from a loser to a winner before the next presidential election. Now it's time for infighting between the DeSantos lovers and the Trump haters. Distracting from any effective leadership to derail the Dems' visions of Biden running again on top of the House of Cards and a Senate of Shards, with the American dream stuck on go or not go for the future of the Republic. Eventually, the solution will become a reality that the only solution is a third-party referee to bring civility and sanity to the table. The American Enterprise Party stands in the wings as such a solution. Yes, it is time for a rational approach to governance, built on our diverse strengths of will and freedom before we lose both to woke forces, destroying our ability to foster a strong economic offense. With peace is strength, love is peace and strength is faith. Accountable to a higher power for deliverance of peace and goodwill to all. Speaking of Camelot gives us the direction but not a destination. Our destiny depends on our honor and courage to protect democracy at all costs. That's America's Camelot. This is uh, recording number two of the poem called Speaking of Camelot. Deck the halls with boughs of 
Holly, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Speak the vows of folly. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. We often speak of Camelot and voices of grandeur, but more often than not, our pursuit is unsure. We often speak of Shangri-La with words of love until the ice begins to thaw like righteous words from above. But too often we speak of fear and voices trembling weak. Not so are we insincere as much as meaning what we speak. My dreams are mine to think, keep in perspective light, and at no time can I sink if my hope is bright. We often speak of Camelot, then forget that actions are facts, and more often than not, dreams are dust in our tracks. So sing on, jester of life, a breadwinner not, for folly is a begetter's wife, and shallow words are fraught. With thought and prayers of Camelot, be it a present who has taught us that it is likely or not that happiness can be bought. Or a forgiving God, taking away our able thought, making reality seem like a fraud for accepting Camelot. Deck the halls with boughs of folly, fa la 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 Speak the vows of Pollyanna, fa la 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 When all we wanted is what we sought, a family, a job, a home to be bought. Not a dream of whether I like it or not for someone else's Camelot. What will cause the next revolution in America? I'm predicting the wealth gap, not racism, or the two-party political system, or taxes, 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 or the axis of evil rich, or inflation. The wealth gap revolution between the haves and the have-nots will occur with the invasion of the suburbs and gated communities by criminals from BLM, Antifa, poor boys, fascists, Marxists, terrorists, cartels, communists, illegal immigrants, etc., who are have-nots not experiencing the American dream. That is the ideology, by which equality of opportunity is available to any American, allowing the highest aspirations and goals to be legally and financially achieved. And as Thomas Jefferson said, never spend your money until you've earned it. Emmett and Blinker, don't count your chickens before they're hatched. Jerry Rhodes wrote in a poem, it's not what you think you're worth that counts, it counts only if you prove it, and improve it, and if we take from the rich to save the poor, we soon will be neither richer or poorer, just lacking an ability to learn to earn, with a skill to build, for our share of profits. In American enterprise, are these sayings resonating in the city ghettos, communities of underprivileged, millions crossing our open borders destined for welfare, tent cities, vagrancy, homelessness, cartel drug dealers, gun users, helpless child prostitutes, etc. Hell no, survival of the fittest in their hoods, with fatherless families, and grandmother mothers. Crumbling public schools, with low graduation rates, high teen pregnancies, hopeless newborns, high abortion rates, obesity, mental, and moral deterioration, and no hope for change. Is this really America the bountiful, from shining city to shining city? No, it's political poverty induced by our gridlocked two-party system couching the wealthy politicians as the saviors of our middle class, not the poor and downtrodden. What's sustaining this squalor in our inner cities and small rural communities? Is it politics protecting the haves or the have-nots, believing that the politicians and bureaucrats really care enough to fix it? I say neither. It's lack of humanity in choosing our leaders, 
to be nominated by either of our two gridlocked parties, you must have a backer worth million or you yourself must fund a million dollar run at any national office with no skills but skeletons in your closet or a way to cover up your sins and past failures. This narrows the field to attorneys, physicians, professors, celebrities, nepotism. You inherit the position, graft or selling privilege to the highest bidder, usually a foreign agency. Therefore, it's the uncommon man, woman and other haves, vetted for their name recognition, bank account, stock holdings, property holdings, and net worth in the seven figures. The haves and have sums who aspire to control the have-not swing votes. Is this a rant on wealth? Hell no, it's where we are in 2022, corrupt elections ripe for a revolution, demanding an evolution to equality, equity and level playing field and creating businesses and technology for the rest of the world to be sold locally and internationally with dollars, yuan, bitcoins or fiat currency. Accumulating surpluses to pay down the hidden debt of entitlements, excluding Medicare and Social Security that are trust funds, not entitlements, and foreign trade imbalance borrowing. America is losing the trade war due to leadership unqualified, to manage the great American enterprise, to compete with China Incorporated, Russian Incorporated, Japan Incorporated, Iran Incorporated, OPEC Incorporated, etc., who by and large have a business using American technology and ingenuity, bettering it through reverse engineering and selling it back to our markets with higher prices than if we manufactured it ourselves, charging $30,000 per container on Chinese container ships to our 20 ports where we have to incur the cost of unloading it, distributing it to wholesalers, retailers, manufacturers, healthcare providers, with USA Incorporated losing $1 trillion per year in trade imbalance. Even a CPA entrepreneur, myself, knows that this arrangement has been made by politicians who are attorneys, physicians, professors, nepotism, you inherit the position, graft or privilege to the highest bidder bureaucrat, usually foreign agency. Not CPAs from accounting schools or MBA graduates, or farmers, or consumers. Oh no, we have leaders who profess to have a heart, and soul, but ignore the shambles in our inner cities, as the have-nots. Like Nazi Germany, the Biden administration that is calling the MAGA followers neo-Nazis while they proclaim the Green New Deal will save us for the greater good of, guess who, the elite, who now have to have their own private security, and gated communities for their false positive, greater good policies. What are some more? How about 5 million illegal immigrants coming through the Biden-Harris and Ock-open borders? Is it for the greater good of sanctuary cities that can't, and won't accept thousands for their greater good policies? How about 85,000 additional IRS agents to catch and release tax cheaters after they pay their share of the inflationary and dying free market enterprise called America the home of the overpopulated street dwellers, ghettos, and homeless shelters with those who want a free piece of the American souring pie? The misnomer in reality is the greater good is a Marist theory of turning deprivation into a failing nation using quietly quitting as its motto. Bore out, burn out, brown out then drop out drop back into the greater bad. Just own nothing and sit in your ghetto, and be happy before the crematory solves your complaints about the lack of housing and accoutrements for living a healthy and happy life. That's neo-Nazi lifestyle at its best, until there isn't enough for the greater good. So there are those who get their share first and what's left for the do-goaders with food lines for the poor, all voting for the greater good, and love, not for one and the other, but for Big Brother. I do believe that George Orwell should find the Wizard of Oz Biden and the Gigglier Harris, and the socialist Sanders and the reformer Schumer, and the elitist Pelosi, and the squad, and expose the progressives for the greater good of American enterprise. American enterprising workers are the salt of the competitive world of commerce, trade, quality over waste, profit for all conspiracy against the atheists, Marxists, zeitgeist socialists, Chinese, 
Russia, North Korea, Iran, etc., communists believers in the greater good of Marxism. While any common good American worker wants is an opportunity to learn to earn for a skill to build and share in their personal effort, skill, will and productivity for their own wealth. Invested in the American family, lifestyle, well-educated, prosperous, happy and healthy home. Avoiding divorce of families, racist slurs, but being religious, honest and only fearing those that aren't. This capitulates into the American dream of American capitalism and socialism marriage for the many to one good. Americanism, represented by the American Enterprise Party. Solution, as an idea that has arise to fend off the age of revolution, a third party endowed the American Enterprise Party, is for reconciliation and reorganization to stop the burning. We cannot allow America to self-destruct, with a partisan uni two-party gridlock. Washington is burning much like the rise and fall of the Roman Empire in 63-45 BC, from its historic cultural revolution over a monarchy, and established a new order that included a senate of nobles, elected assemblies, dispersion of central power, term limits, a constitution, the process of law, habeas corpus, and individual liberties to all. This was 2,000 years before the American Declaration of Independence, its constitution, the Gettysburg Address and the Civil War. It was Rome's redistribution of wealth that collapsed the empire, broken forever broken. Ironically, Caesar, Trump, et tu brute, VP Pence, the pontiff Maximus of the rise of Rome was assassinated by members of the Senate, electing Pompey, Biden, pontiff, who managed the decline and fall of the empire, aka known as the open border policy to save the immigrants from tyranny here or there. Economically, Biden just added 2 million more vagrants to our 200 sanctuary cities and towns welfare programs, while in Sanders' mind he has emboldened thankful voters for Democratic candidates. Example 800,000 non-citizens, to be allowed to vote in the New York elections. Unless this is stopped in Washington, a divided America will fall. Our insurance is our values of freedom to believe in and live the American dream, with opportunity for all and family units governed by decentralized state controls. A great example, is our failure to elect leadership that focuses on root problems not issues, for financing and measuring results with logical and common sense solutions to serious problems. I call this an American ideology, where our enterprises need a skill to build, and ethical workers who must learn to earn. There lies the idea of the American dream. Americanism, with these color-neutral objectives for positive results, embodies these goals and outcomes of how to do it. We're pieces from strength, and our military is the first responders to any crisis, started by those who only seek power through wealth, might and bondage. Where we need to apply this, first, and foremost is in the elimination of ghetto living, and welfare spending. Not contrived white supremacy and government intervention for climate change issues, our biggest problems are inner-city poverty, 70 million in poverty, homelessness 533,000 living on the streets, with 1 million criminals in 30,000 gangs terrorizing their hoods, and breaking into rail yards for container theft, and into city boutiques for reparation payments. Next are the burbs and gated wealthy communities. And 5 million new immigrants uncontested during 2021 and 2022, flooding our open borders, and communities with only welfare checks for sustenance. How can we stop this regression that is now a transgression from liberty to selfishness? From selfishness to riots and riots to bondage. We enterprising Americans must challenge the few who are leading the many, with promises never kept and a government that is a monster eating the prosperity, meant for the have-nots. Fast forward to 2020 in my opinion, we now have leadership of our two parties more concerned with control by identity politics, climate change and bridges than they are about the squalor, and crime in our inner-city slums and disadvantaged small rural communities. I quote, They have leadership erected residential boundaries, through violence and law, 
thereby penning the minorities and migrants into black-only districts that proved to be embryonic, crime-teaching ghettos. Per Dr. Flaming's 2006 study of redlining black ghetto housing in Los Angeles and Chicago, even now with progressives, Biden, Harris, Pelosi, Sanders, Fauci and Schumer opening the borders, and condoning Democrat sanctuary cities, and states that are courting illegal immigrants to come, one come all to our ghettos or homeless shelters. Who then are vagrants on our streets, with welfare, and other means to survive. Such as begging, prostitution or drug dealing for the cartels. But wait a minute, NY offers voting rights to 800,000 undocumented dreamers, and LA is putting up drug users in apartments making sure they have sanitary drug paraphernalia, with no proof of citizenship, all of which, will most certainly vote Democrat and be the first to march for equality and equity in our former America the beautiful, then be available to march in protest with BLM and use riots to take it themselves. More solutions, my party's campaign is to eradicate social poverty and redlining before we do anything else. Then the residents have to learn how to work ethnically by developing a skill to truly build back better and sustain it for their children. I call this the learn to earn and skill to build ideal. This ideology will replace criminals teaching gang members complacency, with teaching and financing reconstruction, with patriotic work ethics, and small business ownership. Turn problem makers into problem solvers by offering gang members, who are entrepreneurial, the right to work, and truly build it back better. This takes away their justification for theft, drug dealing, prostitution, and killings. Why will this work? Because it brings with it pride of ownership, and a great place to live because currently we waste more than it will take to fix it. With more effective policing, i.e. Mayor Giuliani's style of stopping crime, where it starts, and institute fair prosecution with bonding and imprisonment. Currently, apathy means we aren't investing any money to make our inner cities livable. Instead, what we are financing is more rhetoric about the Green New Deal, while ignoring our inner cities, which will kill the golden goose, that the have-nots want as their share of reparation, not compensation for a skill to build in a profitable American enterprise. I call this the Human New Deal for the remaking of inner-city America. Demolishing the slum landlords' buildings and subsidized housing to be replaced by small businesses and townhomes, not row houses and storefronts. At the same time eradicate the BLM call to defund police, with a purge on crime by National Guard, SWAT teams cleaning out the crack houses and gang hangouts, confiscating drugs, guns, human trafficking, and habitual criminals for cash bonding and aggressive prosecution. Because crime is first a moral problem, and policing to stop it at its root, by enforcing morality. America is not the beautiful, in Harlem, South LA, South Chicago, East St. Louis, Baltimore slums, Queens, New York, Stockton and Compton, California hoods, Milwaukee, Wisconsin ghettos, Little Rock, AK hoods, Cleveland, Ohio, slums, Kansas City, Missouri ghettos, Birmingham, Alabama slums, Memphis, Tennessee ghettos, Detroit, Michigan, slums are in fact the bottom of America's, have not caste system. This is where the next American revolution has started, and must end. Inaction on solving this problem, not a political issue, will cause the next revolution in America. Instead of the Green New Deal throwing money at the deep blue sea, the Human New Deal is investing private, and public capital invested in enterprise zones designated in these inner city slums, ghettos and hoods, creating opportunity zones for jobs, reconstructing these American eyesores, and criminal generators save the cities, and we will save America, from itself, and another revolution demanding equal opportunity, and sharing equity in the profits from our great American enterprise. It's an idea for the American dream ideology. Marrying American capitalism, monetary capital, with American socialism, human capital, home every American enterprise.
as proposed by the American Enterprise Party Trilogy 2022. Published by Jerry Rhodes, founder and CEO of the Swing Vote Third Political Party www.americanenterprisepoliticalparty.org.